Don't be scared. Do not worry. Who are you? I'm the angel of peace. The angel of Portugal. The angel of Portugal appeared three times to the children in 1916. He taught them how to pray and adore Jesus in the Holy Eucharist. Sister Lucia said these were foundational to the whole message of Fatima. The angel demanded that God deserves our worship and said our prayers and sacrifices can bring down peace upon our nation. The children responded fervently to the angel, which prepared them for the apparitions of the Blessed Mother. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. I love that. You just heard there the opening scene of a new movie coming out in August. It's currently scheduled for the, I think, the 14th of August, right before the Great Feast of the Assumption of Our Lady. It'll be nationwide. You'll hear much more talk about that, I'm sure, as August gets closer. But uh, Fatima, the movie, it actually begins with a scene with the angel of peace who appeared to three children before the apparitions of Our Lady began. And as we talked about what was happening in our country, you know, the division that we're seeing, the co, you know, the, the, uh, the takeover of, of uh, downtown city blocks, as we see the, uh, the dialogue over racism and police brutality, as we see COVID, as we see so many moral issues that threaten us, there's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of angst. There's a lot of pain. There's a lot of anger, right? There's a lot of godlessness. And most of all, there is a lack of peace. So I, I was thinking about this, and I've always had a tremendous love of our Blessed Mother, deep, deep devotion to her. And one of the great apparitions of the past millennia was this apparition of, uh, of Fatima, Portugal. Uh, we are in a Marian age, and God has always sent the Mother of God to the world before times of great trial, before times of great persecution, before times of war and natural disaster. We've seen this before the bubonic plague. We've seen this before the French Revolution. We've seen it especially with Fatima. Bolshevik Revolution was taking place. World War I was raging. You've had the Second World War being prophesied. And then we saw the horrific 20th century unfold. So I thought, what, what's the solution? How, we can talk and debate media and political positions and all the other problems that we have in the culture right now and the political divide that we have, the, the bias, the partisanship. But what's the solution? How do we resolve the issues that face and threaten us today? And I really think Our Lady gave us the solution. She gave it to us in Fatima. And I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I, I've decided, I, I spoke to my team about this. We're going to be doing a Marian series dedicated to peace, and the Fatima apparitions. Because if you think back to the historical time, those Fatima seers, they were living through one of the worst pandemics uh, that we have. I uh, think about the Spanish flu in 1918 and how many people died. It was a horrific pandemic. We're nowhere near what took place there. You know, there was political turmoil in their day. There, there was war and threats of war. And yet Our Lady came. And she came with a message for you, for me. And that message was not just for the citizens of 1917. It's a message across the decades as she continued to re-echo the message. It's a gospel message. It's a call to conversion, and it's a call 
the prayer. And I think that these Fatima apparitions seem to be speaking to our times more than ever. There's tremendous parallels, tremendous, tremendous parallels to what happened then and what's happening now. And it's an appropriate time for, I think, this movie to hit theaters nationwide. You know, we'll, we'll be following this. I'll be getting behind it. I want you to get plugged into it. I, I think a whole new generation of people need to learn the message of Fatima. You might not know about it. It might be new to you. You know, it might be new to you. But we're experiencing an unprecedented time of unrest in, in this country. Tomorrow, June 13th, is the anniversary of the apparitions of Our Lady. And here to give us uh, perspective on it is uh, David Carollo. He's been a uh, wonderful contributor to the show over the years, and especially over the most recent months. We've been talking about a Fatima, Fatima a lot, and he heads up the World Apostolate of Fatima. And uh, David, always a delight. Thank you again for, for being here and for all that you do to promote Our Lady's message. Well, thanks, Drew. It's great to be with you. Yeah, always at all times. And uh, boy, your words are so true. I mean, we're we are, we're in some uncharted territories here. I think in many ways, but really not uncharted. I think when you, when you really think about it, we are in maybe for this country, maybe what we're experiencing here. But just some food for thought. Is it any surprise that four months after four months of being deprived of public masses? Okay. We've now degenerated into violence. Isn't that something? I mean, I mean this, this is, this is uh, I, I think, the biggest. Yeah, I mean, it really, I and it's, it's, it's a sad time. I mean, almost worldwide, there have been few, if any, public uh, uh, masses. Of course, we have been able to restart ours here, and we're, we're just so pleased, outside, obviously. But, um, but I tell you what, it, 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 is, it has really been a time that, uh, because the Fatima message, Drew, is about peace. The whole thing is peace. And that clip of the... Um, uh, of the Fatima movie, which I, which I, I did those trailers, worked on those trailers. It is a um, uh, it, the whole concept of of the movie and the whole concept of Fatima is to bring peace. If my requests are heeded, there will be peace. It's as simple as that. And it may be a 103 year old message, but my goodness, is it is it apropos today? You know, it's it's so true. Um, June 13th. The apparition uh, uh, of our of Our Lady. Of course, she appeared in May and June, and would continue to appear. Uh, the The message of Fatima is a message of peace. I want to talk about the June apparition, but I also want to talk about the Angel of Peace, who came first. When we opened. I mean that that the movie, David. By the way, congratulations on. It. I can't wait to to see it. I know it's going to be coming coming out um, in August. August fourteenth. Yes, yeah. So mark mark your calendar. Um, and again, we'll, we'll. I'm sure we'll be talking a lot about it as that, that gets closer, but. The um, sure. the angel of peace came first, didn't he? And and, and let's yeah. talk about it because we seem to lack peace in the culture today. What did the angel of peace tell the children? And then maybe share with us a little bit about that famous June thirteenth vision. Well, the thing about the the angel of peace came to to the children to form them in prayer because it's only through prayer and and proper communication with God that we have peace. You know, I always say that where there is the the, the closer we are to God, there is there is uh, love and serenity. The farther away from God, there's hatred and chaos. Well, where are we at? We 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 pulled away from God, and and we have put ourselves in a you know we're 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 in that. I always say we've all become Frank Sinatra. We do it our way. Well, you know, yeah. Yeah. it doesn't doesn't work. I mean, we there are so, you know we're Americans and we love the independence. We love all of that, but um, you know there's there's more to it. It, it. That our our independence has to be based on a dependence on God. 
it has to be at that as our foundation. And I think that's really where we as a, as a world have gone. That's what Our Lady told us 100 years ago, mm-hmm. 103 years ago now, that we need to turn to God and follow the rules. I mean, it's not a, um, it, it, it's sad that, that as, as, no matter what happens, and, and history just repeats itself, and it, it is so interesting now that we're in a time with a pandemic, and as you mentioned earlier, certainly not the same loss of life that there was 100 years ago, but most certainly a, a disruption of the world that we have not seen, and the saddest disruption is the fact that we've not been able to worship in our, our churches. And I mean, how many people are not only you know being have been dispensed from Mass, which obviously yeah, when you couldn't yeah. go, that was that was a thing. But but now, how many people have gotten used to not going to mass? I know. Okay, like, that's the scary part about yeah, it, it. And, and 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 not hungering for the Eucharist. Okay, this is this is really what keeps us on. It keeps us track. It's what keeps the world spinning. Well, let me do this, Dave. Let me open the phones. I'll take a couple of calls. If you want to join us, feel free to dial in. I'm going to give you the number. We'd love to hear from you. Pull up a chair, join the conversation, share your perspective, ask your questions. It's 888-914-9149. Good time to get in. 888-914-9149. Let's go to Bob. He's listening in Lodi, Wisconsin. Bob, good afternoon. Hey, Bob. Good afternoon. How are you? Hey, we're well, thank you. Go right ahead, Bob. Um, one thing I just wanted to make a comment, and it has to do with, you know, and I heard the same thing tonight today, is I think after the pause with the pandemic, I think the Catholic Church was really slow to reopening. I think it should have been open up and come up with some more creative ways, um, creative ways of being able to have a mass. And I think a lot of stuff that we're seeing today, uh, I think we're seeing because of the lack of mass. And uh, I know there's been virtual mass and stuff like that, and it's just it's just not the same. It's just not the same being able to go into. Right church and being able to receive christ bob thanks and you see a lot of the other churches were already opening up and and doing stuff different um finding creative ways of doing it all right hey bob thank you let's talk about that for for a moment two things here and the first thing the lack of grace i I agree i mean as these church doors were closed and look i i'll take the the other position i mean i know my own bishop who is such a wonderful man if he could have uh the doors open he would one, they wanted to work with civil authorities. That's why a lot of parishes and dioceses around the, the, the nation, they, they shut down. And, and they did that out of concern also for the spread of COVID and, and their flock. Now, there were some creativity. Some churches had uh, masses in the parking lot. They broadcast over, you know, low-power FM uh, signals or through big speakers and distributed communion that way and, and, and did that. But, uh, you know, to, to the lack of grace, um, and I think you hit on it, Dave, and I think Bob is re- re-echoing that. Uh, when we shut those channels of grace down, without God, we're lost. Without God, there's chaos. Without God, there's division. That's the hallmark of the evil one. I'm hoping yeah. the church doors soon open. When that happens, what do you think? You think things are going to well, change? Yeah. yeah, and thank you, Bob, for what you said, because you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, we are, you know, this is our whole point. I mean, and I do respect, you know, the, the concerns of the bishops and all that. And where our bishop in this diocese and the diocese of Metuchen in New Jersey has been very accommodating. We have We have done everything we can to remain active during this period of time. We had our mass... Um, 
streamed. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, we're very fortunate. We were able to open up here now because we have an outdoor venue that seats 1,500 people under the roof. So we have been blessed for the biggest thing in this particular diocese, and I think in many places. So we're able to, you know, to hold mass. And the people that came from so many places, and we're keeping the distances and all that, but the people that are coming, I have tears in their eyes, Drew. Yeah, I know. I mean, I have some people that called from New York and came out here, uh, you know, for mass because they're saying, my God, I can't even get to mass. I mean, and, and yeah. it was, and, and it's, it's edifying, but I'm just so happy we were able to accommodate them. But this is what we need. Cardinal Seurat had a very good statement about this, and, and, and he understood that there had to be some accommodation in this, but he said, priests cannot get used to saying mass into a camera. He said, they need to be looking at God, not into a camera. Mm-hmm. Okay. And <laughs> those are profound words, hey, but very true. Hey, you know? Just personally, Dave, um, you know, I know Domus Pachas, which is the hotel that the Fatima Apostle has over in... Right, that's in, our, our in, hotel retreat center in, in Fatima. In Portugal. And then, then then you have a center in New Jersey, too, in Washington, New Jersey, if I recall correctly. Um, right. You've, yes. been, you've been shut down on all those fronts. I mean, how crippling has that been, been for your, oh. your organization? It's been brutal. I have to be very honest with you, not to not to cry on national radio here, but it's been brutal financially. But people have stepped up and helped us. Of course, we can always use help, and you know anybody wants to, you know, I mean, you, people who want to be part of our mission when they go to bluearmy.com, they're always able to donate. Also, we do appreciate that. Uh, but but we've been hit like everybody has been. Um, we're fortunate here that we did everything we could by going around with our. We couldn't take our pilgrim virgin statues into the churches around the country. So what we did is we. Started doing these tours in the areas that were hit hardest. We went into New York City, we went into Chicago, we went in up to Wisconsin, we went to Indiana, Michigan, here in New Jersey, and to Pennsylvania. Yeah. We were all over. And and I'm going to tell you a great story. We were in we were in Queens or Brooklyn last yeah. week with the with the motorhome, that beautiful big motorhome, our ladies our ladies motorhome that brings the the, the the custodians around. And we got a call from the office. A man saw us on the BQ on the Br- uh, Brooklyn Queens Expressway. He had he was. Crying Crying. He said, I can't believe he goes, wow. I, I saw you people there. He said, he said, are That's we great. need our mother, he said. <laughs> you know? We really do. We really do. Yeah. And I'm glad you're continuing. We'll pray for you. I know a lot of people think you're a giant organization, but, you know, everybody is suffering today. There's, there's no doubt about it. And we yeah. do need Our Lady. I mean, this is where, this is why I think the Fatima message is so important. And, and she had a peace yeah. plan. We'll go back to the phones and grab a few more calls, but let me just... Sure. Make sure that we articulate this, because in the days ahead, I do want to talk about why Our Lady came and, yes. and ultimately what we can do to, to bring peace. Because I think peace, if we want it in the world, it starts in our heart, and then it trickles, trickles out to our family and then to our community and, and, and from there to the world. But what did Our Lady reveal that God wanted to establish? Why do you want to establish devotion or immaculate heart as a means yeah. to peace for the world? I mean, see, Drew, this is what separates Fatima from many other Marian apparitions. It is this, this concentration on the, the re- revealing her Immaculate Heart mm. and how Our Lady's Immaculate Heart is, is a heart that understood and accepted everything in her mission as the as the mother of God, as the mother of our Lord, she was co like we say you know the co-redemptrix, we say the co you know she accepted every suffering that our Lord accepted. she wanted to join in for the sake of the mission of salvation, and the sorrows in her immaculate heart she first revealed this 
in June. And when, when she told the children that Jacinta and Francisco would go to heaven soon, which they did as a result of the pandemic, uh, the Spanish flu, at, at 100 years ago, Sistium, or Lucia at the time, was told, you need to be here a while longer to make me known and loved and to teach my Immaculate Heart. Well, that, again, that, that was almost nine decades. She was there 80-some years. But the reality was, because she was to present, to live, in, in, in the spirit of the Immaculate Heart of Mary and to pre- present that because that would be the, um, that, that is our key to salvation. It is our, our, our key to understanding the message of Fatima and the mission of Our Lady, which we join in. I mean, yeah. and this is, this is you know, really amazing. I mean, she, she promised great things to those who had devotion to her Immaculate Heart. She truly did. Yeah, I love it. My guest is David Carollo. We're talking about... Uh, what really could be the remedy to the ills that we are facing in the culture today? The division, the chaos, the lack of peace. And uh, Our Lady has come, as I said, uh, time and time again with an urgent message for us. Fatima has a great peace plan. We're in the Fatima season. We really are from May to to October. This is it. And and in the days ahead or in the weeks ahead, I'd like to do a little series and, and, and look at the aspects of what Our Lady said at a time very similar to ours why this message is still so important for all of us. I'm going to take a short pause. When I come back, I'll take your calls. All right, we only have a few moments left, but you can join us at 888-914-9149. Get connected. On Twitter at Drew Mariani Show. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. The Relevant Radio studio line is sponsored by Catholic Order of Foresters. Information about employment opportunities and their flexible premium life insurance plans Available at relevantradio.com slash Forrester. So, what do we do now? She said we have to suffer. Why? I don't quite understand. Mary asked the children if they were willing to offer themselves to God and bear all suffering he would send them for the conversion of others. If the children did not understand suffering, they soon began to experience it. They were teased, rejected, and accused of lying by family and friends. Lucia experienced this cross the most. She began a lifelong embrace of her daily trials. Often, it was her silence that was the greatest sacrifice. She wrote, Denial of ourselves is most difficult for our human nature, but is also most pleasing to God. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. So good to be here with you. Thank you for tuning in. That uh, was David Carollo. He's my guest today. And we're taking a look at, um, at Fatima as a peace plan, a solution to the problems that face the culture. You know, a lady gave it to a very troubled world, and that message is just as resonant uh, today. That, that clip that Jake played actually came from a new movie. It's soon to come out. It'll be out in August, August 14th. And uh, you can always go to my guest's website. You can go to... Uh, uh, you know, thebluearmy.com for more information. Go to fatimathemovie.com to get more info on that as well. We'll have it on our social media outlets so you can learn about any of our guests. And if you missed anything, simply by going to relevantradio.com, facebook.com, keyword the Drew Mariana Show, or Twitter. So please follow us on all of those. Uh, David, let's go back. We'll grab another call or two, and, um, and then we'll talk more. Gosh, time's going so quickly. Maria, listening in the Bay Area, good afternoon. Oh, hi. Uh, I'm just calling actually because uh, three things. One is a person gave me this number like about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It wrote on a piece of paper, Marianne, and I 
have did not listen to the station until she gave me that information, who is from my Jesuit university right. from San Francisco. So I just wanted to thank you for um, talking openly about division. I was just telling the person uh, that was asking me what was I calling about. Right. Uh, because there's so much division, I think just in general, people trying to divide people too. That's another thing, and I think, and most of the things that I think cause the division is um, just from evil. So I think we have that going on in the culture, and it's probably something that is getting bigger because there's more division. It seems like as the years go by, and I um, have a Jesuit education. I chose that, and that makes things a lot harder when you're like out in the world. So I am um, just telling you thank you for talking about that okay. and where it comes from because a lot of people don't understand that. I, I mean, people from right. the world, I should say, right, right. they don't understand that division is from evil. Yep. They just think that that's, uh, you know, the way things are. It's just normal. It's mm-hmm. not normal. You're right. It's a hallmark yeah. of the evil one. He loves to separate and divide. Maria, thank you for your comments. Dave, I'm going to let you respond as well. And we only have a couple of moments, but we can talk a little bit about, uh, you can leave us whatever final thoughts you want. Sure. Well, Maria, you're, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, that it, it does come from evil. I mean, because God God is serenity. I mean, you know, I think the hallmark of heaven is serenity, and the hallmark of hell is division and, and chaos. I mean, this is I'm sure this is this is what's there, and we have to one we have to as people though. You know, the Fatima message says that we must pray and work for the salvation of souls. You know, and that means people that we like, and also people that hurt us. So we can't let all these things in the news and everything turn us to anger and vengeance and all of that too. We have to pray harder for people because that is our mission. That's our requirement. The children of Fatima were told that and it's a hallmark of a Catholic. You know, our Lord forgave from the cross. Let's be realistic. And that's the and it's 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 certainly a hard thing to do in times like this. Yeah. But the Fatima message is, is about bringing peace and, and um, that's why I, I love about this movie because the theme of the movie is really peace. Amen. And it's uh, yeah, it, it's, it's what it's all about. And uh, but but she's right. I mean there you know the the, the division out there is it's just it's a horrible thing. Yeah. I think of John sixteen thirty three where the Lord says, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you're gonna have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. And that is such a hopeful, hopeful message for our time. They've only got a moment left for you. Thank you for what you do to promote the message of peace. I know sometimes it's difficult. Uh, in this yeah. world. People are so distracted and, and I think more than ever we need to, to really Pray for peace, and uh, we'll be doing that in the chapel in a moment. But let me give you the f- the final uh, opportunity yeah. for some closing thoughts. Well, well, we have our we have our big event tomorrow. We'll have it here at the shrine. It's the first live one we're really going to have this year. Uh, our June thirteenth apparition. We start from noon uh, into three o'clock um, Eastern time, and of course, it's on all of our our media on uh, on uh, through BlueArmy.com and Facebook and such. And people want to join us and give us their their uh, their intentions and that. And we all day we'll be remembering another marathon of prayer like we did on May 13th very successfully and I think because you know come to this come to our website come to our apostolate uh, join sign that pledge that pledge that was developed by our founder Mr. Hafford with Sister Lucia 1947 and it is this the, this is a pledge you you are pledging to live the Fatima message as our lady asked us to do and come to bluearmy.com it's all there uh, there's so many resources there i could go on forever but but it yeah. is uh, you know it's what the Fatima this is the key to peace Drew. it's it's really it's really found in the message of Fatima and and there's no doubt about it it's more relevant today than it was back in, in 1917 hey dave thank you thanks for being here and keep up your good thanks, work Drew, thanks we'll, for having me we'll talk always, soon always great to be with you. 
All right. Well, I hope so. Good to see you. God bless you. you. That's David Carollo. And and that's the key. Let's do our part. Let's pray, 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 and let's pray especially for peace. When you pray, peace comes. It manifests. And we'll do that when I return. We're going to pray the chaplet today. If you are on hold, I know a lot of people are already lining up. I'll be glad to try to get you on the air and take your intentions. But let's really ask Our Lady's intercession. Let's pray for the conversion of those who lack peace. We'll do that. 